Mentally Unstuck is a weekly podcast hosted by me, Jojo, created to help successful people who feel stuck move forward to pursue a path of feeling whole and excited. Let's get moving. Hey, it's Jojo here with a little snippet. Our responses to my question last week, what is your favorite season? I am so grateful for those of you who sent in your responses and I have a few of them to share with you right now. The first one is from a great friend and great storyteller. His name is Chris and my fingers are crossed that one day he'll be a guest on the show as well. My favorite season is spring. Where I live, summer is too hot, but spring is gorgeous. Fresh cut grass, hot dogs, cold beer. All the sounds, tastes, and smells of spring training baseball happen in Arizona. There are 15 teams in the Cactus League with huge rosters of hopeful players. On any given day during the spring, there will be at least eight different exhibition games happening within minutes of my backyard. I just like to watch people, to sleep on the grass, or to eat peanuts in the sun. But it's not just the baseball players that are full of hope. The church calendar, the desert flowers, even the animals at the zoo. Everyone is hopeful in the spring. That's my season. Thanks again for slinging hope, Jojo. I like the podcast and I'm looking forward to future episodes. Thank you so much, Chris. And someone we may be hearing from often on the podcast is my mom, Mia. Summer is also my favorite time of year. I love the sun and love when the days are longer. I like when the evenings get down to 60 or the 50s, especially if the day has been a hot one. I love the longer daytime hours, but would not want to live somewhere where the sun is out or up several months out of the year, only because that means there would be night for several months also, and I wouldn't like that. We have this family photo from the beach. I know mom remembers this. And my big sis is holding a seven up can. It totally looks like a commercial. And I feel like that photo embodies what summer meant to us growing up, except for that it's missing my baby sis. Mom, I bet you remember that picture too. It's one of my favorites. And next, we have a great friend, Dana, who is this fabulous writer. She has a blog called fullofgraces.com. You should check it out. She is an incredible writer. And I took snippets of one of her reblogs about autumn. I've always loved autumn. And when I moved to Austria, I fell in love with it even more. The changing of the seasons is visible everywhere there. But more than the beautiful colors, the comfort food, 
the inviting sense. There's just something different in the air once autumn comes. I've always felt it, that magic electricity. The 22nd of September is the autumn equinox, a time of equal light and equal darkness. This happens not only literally as the nights are now longer than the days, but for many people, it happens in a spiritual sense too. The bright, warm days of summer, which beckon us outdoors to the beach, the mountains, or even just the backyard are over. Our tendency when the things get dark is to turn on more light, to fill our already busy schedules with even more things. But I invite you this autumn to take some time in the darkness, to sit quietly with your soul and to take stock of what you have done this year. Dana, I hope that I did your beautiful blog justice as I had to summarize it. Um, The whole thing was beautiful. And I also love how listeners sent in their joy for different seasons and how this one is autumn and there's this sense of prepping for the new year, which is the way I feel about autumn too. I try to get a jump on those new year's resolutions. So thank you again for sharing. I look forward to hearing more from our audience. Let's get into episode two. Welcome. I'm Jojo, and I'm so happy to have you here to listen to episode two of my journey before we really get into the actual process of becoming unstuck. I'm sharing with you how I realized that I was stuck, but it's not that I was not motivated. I think my view of what was possible was limited. So we're going to get into all that. But before I get into sharing with you about when I went on stress leave, I just want to tell you that I'm in this beautiful hotel today recording. I am here in Los Angeles because a wonderful friend, assembly member Medina, was recognized for his public service. And this is no average person. And he definitely does not have an average size heart. So I just wanted to share quickly about friendship. And I remember that his wonderful wife, Linda, told me once that Jose does not have No one is a stranger to him is what she said. He just has friends that he hasn't met. And I have found that to be so true. And wouldn't it be wonderful if we were all that way? Where people we didn't know were just friends that we hadn't met. So we were motivated to stand up for and provide positive experiences for people we have not met, our friends that we haven't met. Mr. Medina is a model of neighbor and of friendship. And I am so grateful that 
he has fostered a friendship with me and that he has modeled for me how to lead because his passion for social justice and the opportunity for higher education and access for all has not waned. We were hall mates. We taught across from each other in the classroom. And he went on to run for state assembly. And what a resilient person he is running, I believe, a third time after not winning the first two times and going on to do great work and always fighting for what is right and things that will open doors for people and a door opener for me. And I bring up these wonderful people in my life because one person can be the change. We need to foster good relationships and we need to continue to take actions on behalf of other people. So it was wonderful to see Mr. Medina recognized for the work that he does and be able to take part in that celebration with him and to watch him share a speech that highlighted the successes of others in the room and all over the world, <laughs> the state, our city, just a very giving human I aspire to be like, um, if only I can have that strength. Thank you, Mr. Medina. Today, we are talking about my experience with going on stress leave. The sad thing is that I thought I was weak. I was actually told at one point during this year that I was not a good teacher, that I didn't appear to care about kids. I didn't appear to care about kids the way that it seemed. So as I said in the last episode, I chose to return to the classroom. It was absolutely the best choice that I could make, um, even though not everyone was excited about that choice. And I didn't necessarily receive a warm welcome returning to the classroom. I was at a high point in my career and felt like I could continue that work through starting a dance program that was going to welcome a variety of students and cultures who really didn't have a home, a home activity, and maybe didn't know that they could start in high school. I wanted to give children the opportunity that I had. Dance shaped my life. It is how I view culture. It is how I view history. And it has been a way to help me connect with people and see people and love them. 
I went into the classroom on my first day, I believe it was my second year back. So I'd already had a rough year back, um, proud of the students I had worked with who were really fighters in shaping this program. And I always make time to give them credit because it's never just me. My schedule was not what I had agreed to. And I no longer had the strength to suck it up and deal with it. I finished the day. I went to the head secretary and I asked her to find me a sub. I let her know that I didn't know when I would be back to work. Let me just tell you how difficult this was for me. I had students who had signed up to continue dancing with me after you know, having my first year back and having a wonderful concert and providing some opportunities for them to dance in the community. Not only did I have wonderful students, but I had my favorite student in my class, my son. So I felt like I was abandoning him, sending him back to a place where I didn't know if I belonged. I didn't know if I fit in. It didn't feel like home anymore. Yet for my own self-preservation, I could not keep going and not stand up for myself. Before I could even get into the doctor's office, I broke down. I totally broke down. I sat in the car. Reality finally hit me. And I sat there and I cried and I cried and I cried the tears that I had not cried for over a year. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to pull myself together. I got myself to the doctor's office and it was someone who could really relate to my experience. And just that being recognized, not being called weak or being treated like I was being a drama queen because we know I'm never a drama queen. It helped me release the, uh, the hurt that I had, the emotions I had. So I cried there. I took some time off. The goal was to go back. The goal was to continue growing this program, but I also needed to take care of myself. I had a new team to work with, so 
I was confident that we were going to be able to resolve the issue, but it was literally like going back to work with an open wound. I was not whole. I had been holding in a lot. And I finally felt like I had the support I needed, one, because I had earned my CTE, career technical education credential, which gave me a whole new team and additional support to work with with the school district. It gave me direction in my dance program. And I had some, some building blocks to work with. So I did go back. And it was really difficult, but I did have the support of my children, my school children. My mom says that um, they're all my kids, even though I differentiate between my natural born. She says that they'll always be my babies um, because I, she knows I love them so much. It took me a long time to heal from that. But it began a, another process that I needed to go through. So I hadn't acknowledged the pain that I was walking in. And this breakdown basically helped me to zero in, number one, on what I wanted out of life. And number two, reality, like what was happening what was working against me, what was working for me, and how could I navigate within that to be healthy? Because in order to be a healthy, loving mother, I had to be a healthy, loving me. And by continuously basically going into what internally felt like a war zone, I was not taking care of myself. So although it looked like a weakness, it was actually a victory to be able to say, I can't handle this. I need help. So help didn't just start with going on or stop with going on stress leave. I also decided to get some additional help. And I went to see a therapist. I just went online. I went through our work program, looked at some websites of some counselors at who I thought I could relate to, saw this wonderful counselor that looked like he would be able to support me. I didn't want sympathy. I didn't just want someone to say, I'm on your side and this is so awful. If there were some things that I was not seeing and owning, then I wanted to know that as well. So I saw a therapist for a few months and he really helped me acknowledge another layer of who I am. I wanted to create this huge dance program. Like I was seeking credibility and he helped me realize you have a degree in dance. You are teaching dance. You are a dance professional. And I think because some people don't give the notoriety to us as teachers that we deserve, 
maybe I started getting in that line of thinking too, that what I was doing was not enough. And he took me through this process of looking at my ultimate goal and where I was at with teaching and really having a better attitude about what I was providing to students. So part of growing into who I wanted to be, really returning to myself. I, I found other journals later that talk about all these things I do and I'm like, oh, I already did that or I already wanted to do that. I was interested in being a yoga instructor. I loved yoga. It was a big part of my dance life. When we, before we'd have performances, the professor would warm us up with yoga and we'd get hot and stretchy and focused. And I just loved that. And I felt like I had to get in shape before I started doing yoga. And it should have been the other way around doing yoga so that I could get those things back. I was just very um, self-conscious about how long it had been. So I started looking for a yoga school. Someone referred me to one. It was the perfect place. Got my yoga certification. And the day that I posted my certificate on Facebook, a friend was like, I need a private lesson. And it was like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to teach you yet. And she was like, yes, you are. I need you to come over next week. And from then I've been, I've been teaching yoga. So I always say yoga was calling me and I'm happy that yoga is back in my life. And from there, I had dance coming out my ears. I was teaching a dance class at the yoga studio. I was working on the musical because the wonderful theater teacher, thank you, Chris, always had confidence in my abilities. Surround yourself with good people, especially if you cannot see who you are yet, because you will. I, and then I was teaching my dance classes and putting on our productions. So it was time for me to take a leap of faith that I actually did not realize was another return to myself. So hang out, um, wait for that next episode to drop, and I will share with you all about my leap of faith. It will connect a lot of dots for you about why I'm here now. And we'll start talking through the rest of the process of my journey. So uh, thank you for listening. I'm so glad you're here. I hope that you see the lows and that we can work through those lows and get to the highs because it's possible. It's possible. And I want that for you. So have a wonderful day. And I'll see you again in a week. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Successfully Unstuck. This episode is brought to you by JoJo's Dance 
where you can have the relaxation or the party brought right to your living room. We're virtual. Follow us on Instagram at jojos.dance, J-O-J-O-S dot D-A-N-C-E, where you can become part of our community.